I am noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, while practicing the profound Prajnaparamita saw in this way. He saw the five skandhas to be empty of nature. Then, through the power of the Buddha, Venerable Shariputra said to noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, how should a son or daughter of noble family train who wishes to practice the profound Prajnaparamita? Dressed in this way, Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, said to Venerable Shariputra, O Shariputra, a son or daughter of noble family who wishes to practice the profound Prajnaparamita should see in this way. Seeing the five skandhas to be empty of nature, form is emptiness, emptiness also is form. Emptiness is no other than form, form is no other than emptiness. In the same way, feeling, perception, formation, and consciousness are emptiness. Thus, Shariputra, all dharmas are emptiness. There are no characteristics, there is no birth and no cessation. There is no impurity and no purity. There is no decrease and no increase. Therefore, Shariputra, in emptiness, there is no form, no feeling, no perception, no formation, no consciousness, no eye, no ear, no nose, no tongue, no body, no mind, no appearance, no sound, no smell, no taste, no touch, no dharmas, no eye datu up to no mind datu, no datu of dharmas, no mind consciousness datu, no ignorance, no end of ignorance up to no old age and death, no end of old age and death. No suffering, no origin of suffering, no cessation of suffering, no path, no wisdom, no attainment, and no non-attainment. Therefore, Shariputra, since the Bodhisattvas have no attainment, they abide by means of Prajnaparamita. Since there is no obscuration of mind, there is no fear. They transcend falsity and attain complete nirvana. All the Buddhas of the three times by means of Prajnaparamita fully awaken to unsurpassable, true, complete enlightenment. Therefore, the great mantra of Prajnaparamita, the mantra of great insight, the unsurpassed mantra, the unequaled mantra, the mantra that calms all suffering should be known as truth since there is no deception. The Prajnaparamita mantra is said in this way, Te Ayata Om Gate Gate Paragate Parasangate Bodhisoha. Thus, Shariputra, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, should train in the profound Prajnaparamita. <coughs> then the Blessed One arose from that Samadhi and praised noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, saying, Good, good, O son of noble family, thus it is, O son of noble family, thus it is. One should practice the profound Prajnaparamita just as you have taught, and all the Tathagatas will rejoice. When the Blessed One had said this, Venerable Shariputra and Noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, that whole assembly in the world with its gods, humans, asuras, and gandharvas rejoiced and praised the words of the Blessed One. Sangaraza Mare, 
The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. Holy Lamas high, wrap the sky of your Dharma bodies in massive clouds of knowledge and love, and let them pour upon the earth of your disciples as we are ready to shout bring the teachings deep and wide.
So once again, we're looking at Lama Tsongkhapa's great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment, uh, and particularly the section on karma and its results. So when we look at the section uh, in the text, we find that it's divided into three categories. First, uh, reflecting on karma and its effects in general, uh, and then reflecting on the specifics of karma and its effects in particular. Uh, and then a last category of how one engages in virtue and abandons non-virtue after having reflected on uh, karma and its effects in general and specifically. So now we're in the third section uh, of that. Uh, um, outline, and when we look at that third section of the outline, there's two categories. Uh, first, uh, a, a general explanation, uh, and then second, uh, purification, uh, in particular, the way of purification through the four opponent powers. Uh, so that's where we are, uh, in particular, the way of purification through the uh, four opponent powers, and that section begins on 251 uh, in the English text. Uh, so, the section here, uh, we find that there's only one category, but Jayan Sheba uh, breaks it down into eight categories, and then that, uh, those eight categories complete the section on the uh, training the mind in the stage of the past shared in common with beams of small capacity. Uh, this is such a very important section, so we've already gone through it, but we'll go through it again. so the first section in Jayan Sheba's outline uh, is uh, this section uh, of the great treatise. So it says the major heading, in particular the way of purification through the four powers. Uh, Though you make great effort uh, not to be defiled by wrongdoing, uh, faults may arise due to such things as carelessness and a preponderance of afflictions. If this happens, it is inappropriate to disregard them without caring, 
So you must try to apply uh, apply the remedy about which the cat compassionate uh, teacher spoke. Um, so this is the first section uh, of Jayan Sheba's outline. Uh, and, and it basically uh, states that even though uh, you want to turn away from wrongdoing, uh, at times, because you are under the influence of the afflictions, under the influence of delusion, under the influence of unknowing or uh, uh, not knowing uh, or carelessness, um, uh, um, you engage in non-virtue anyway, um, even though you don't want to. Uh, and this non-virtue uh, will lead to suffering, uh, will lead to the lower realms of cyclic existence. Uh, so once one recognizes that fact, uh, then it's necessary to find some way to counteract it. Uh, so then uh, the, the methods, uh, many methods have been presented um, by uh, Lord Buddha uh, to remedy uh, those affliction, those uh, um, non-virtuous actions that you've engaged in or uh, um, uh, to uh, purify them. Um, so this is the first section uh, um, of Jayan Sheba's outline. So the next two sections of Jayan Sheba's outline uh, deal with first, uh, which would be number two uh, in the outline, uh, how to remedy uh, um, any downfalls or any infractions that you've done in relation to the three vows. Uh, and then the second, the third category uh, is um, how to remedy uh, non-virtues or misdeeds uh, that don't fall into that category. Um, so um, this is the, the order of two and three according to Jayan Sheba's outline. So this first category uh, of infractions or downfalls uh, within uh, the two types of negativities that you would, uh, can remedy or purify um, is specific to vow holders. Uh, so those, uh, um, uh, those monks and nuns uh, and others who hold the individual liberation vows uh, and those uh, who hold the bodhisattva vows uh, and those that hold the tantric vows or the secret uh, um, sangha, the secret tantric vows. Uh, so um, each of those uh, um, different uh, vow sets have their own sojung or uh, um, uh, ritual for uh, purification. Uh, so the individual liberation vows, you have the monks and nuns uh, uh, get together uh, uh, and do the sojung to uh, um, uh, remedy any of the downfalls that they've created. So downfalls are a breaking, a separation of literally falling from the vow or a break, a, a separation from the vow. 
so in the individual liberation vows, you find the sojong, or this uh, ritual for purification. Uh, and then in the bodhisattva vows, there's a separate sojong remedy, uh, ceremony to, uh, for purification. And then the tantric vows uh, have a separate uh, sojong as well, uh, a ceremony for uh, purification of that vow. Um, so this is separate. Uh, um, from misdeeds or sins. These are specific to vow holders and how to restore uh, vows that have been broken. Uh, so that's section number two. <laughs> So now the next section, uh, number three of the Jayan Sheba outline, uh, is how to remedy uh, misdeeds, and, and that is by way of the four powers, uh, or four opponent powers. So this section is broken down into two categories, uh, and that is first the abbreviated uh, presentation, uh, and then the expanded presentation, or, or the um, uh, thorough, thorough or expanded presentation. Uh, so it says, however, you should remedy sins through the four powers. Uh, the sutra giving the four teachings says, Matreya, if, Bodhisattva, if Bodhisattva is the great hero, possess these four teachings, then they will overcome any sins that they have committed and accumulated. So this is the uh, um, section that's the abbreviated uh, explanation of the four opponent powers. Uh, and then it says, what are the four? And that's where it begins the expanded uh, explanation or the more thorough uh, explanation of what those four are. Deeksan. So Rimache read the rest of this quote. What are the four? They are the power of eradication, the power of applying remedies, the power of turning away from faults, uh, and the power of the foundation. Uh, <laughs> Then 
So now we begin, uh, um, let me just read this through. You will definitely experience the result of karma that uh, you have done and accumulated since the four powers can destroy this kind of karma before it starts to take effect. It goes without saying the four powers can destroy karmas whose result is indefinite. Uh, the four powers are as follows. So now we get into uh, the first power, which is the power of eradication. Uh, the second power is the power of applying remedies. The third power is the power of turning away from faults. Uh, and then the last power, the power of the foundation or the power of the basis. Uh, so the first begins with the power of eradication. Uh, the first power is great contrition for having done non-virtuous actions since beginningless time. In order to feel this, it is necessary to meditate on the way in which you produce the three effects of actions, uh, fruitional and so forth. At the time of putting this into practice, do so by the way of the two methods, the confession of sins and the sutra of the golden light, uh, and the confessions of sin by way of the 35 Buddhas. Uh, so this power is, uh, um, the meaning of this is that once you engage in non-virtuous actions through your body, speech, and mind, uh, then these actions will in the future lead to suffering uh, in the lower realms of cyclic existence. Uh, so it's necessary um, to uh, think about a reason for having regret in order to really feel, uh, uh, truly feel regret. Um, so you engage in that analysis by, by looking at the effects of non-virtuous actions. Uh, and then when the, you realize that non-virtuous actions lead to suffering in the lower realms, these are experiences that you don't like or you don't want to have. Um, so you, you then naturally regret having done uh, the things that cause these things that you dislike. Um, so uh, it's necessary uh, to think of these reasons uh, in order to generate the true feeling of uh, uh, great regret uh, for the non-virtuous actions that you've engaged in through your body, speech, and mind since beginningless time. What that devil and Jehovah Johnson was the last alarm it says, and so then once you have uh, this regret uh, and then uh, you need to acknowledge this misdeed or downfall uh, then uh, there have been two methods presented here uh, um, for doing so, for acknowledging downfalls or confession of sins. Uh, so the first is in the, the Sutra of the Golden Light, uh, is, uh, and then the confession of uh, sins by way of the 35 Buddhas. Uh, so these are two methods uh, for acknowledgement of, of uh uh, non-vert of misdeeds. Um, I guess you wouldn't say acknowledgement of downfalls because that would be an incorrect way to say it, so I apologize for that. So uh, the confession of misdeeds or the confession 
uh, the acknowledgement of misdeeds. Uh, so it's a ceremony uh, within these texts uh, um, once you generate regret. So the next section is the power of applying remedies. And this is a very important section. There are uh, six uh, uh, separate um, uh, uh, remedies that are presented. Um, so the first is dependence on the profound sutras. Includes such activities as receiving the oral transmission of sutras, such as the Prajnaparamita, retaining their meaning uh, and reading them. Uh, so uh, this first uh, is referring to uh, either uh, in listening to Sikh uh, Lemba, like re getting the words literally, uh, so getting the teaching uh, of a sutra, or uh, memorizing it, or just reading it. Uh, so this is what dependence on the profound sutras refers to. Uh, and there are many uh, sutras that fall within the Prajnaparamita. We have the 100,000 verse uh, Perfection of Wisdom Sutra, the uh, um, 20,000 verse Perfection of Wisdom Sutra, the 8,000 verse Perfection of Wisdom Sutra, and then the uh, abbreviated uh, Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge. Uh, so all of these would fall into the category of sutras. Uh, and then also uh, in the Tibetan tradition, in the Kangjur, the actual speech of Lord Buddha, we find 100 books that are translated. So all of those would fall into the category uh, into this category if you are to uh, receive the words, uh, uh, um, read the words, or uh, memorize the words. Um, so this is the first of, of the remedies uh, among the six, and that's dependence upon the profound sutras. Mm. So when we, uh, um, we have the Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge and then uh, also the uh, 35 Buddhas of Confession, uh, if we uh, um, recite, the, and recite those words uh, or we think about the meaning of the words, uh, then it would all, all of these practices uh, um, would fall under the dependence on profound sutras. Okay, so uh, um, this Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge is very important 
uh, not only to the Tibetan uh, Buddhists, but also the, the Chinese uh, tradition relies heavily on this as well. It's very important. Mm. And also we have in the, our book, the 35 Buddhas, Tungshan, uh, um, and uh, by reciting this, we also can purify our misdeeds. So, number two is interest in emptiness, means to comprehend the reality in which there is no self, uh, and which is luminously clear, uh, and to have conviction that the mind is primordial, pre-mortally pure. Uh, so, uh, this luminously clear, uh, there are two types. Um, one refers to the Uzerni, the Awareness. So, in this luminously clear, uh, we sometimes uh, translate as clear light. Uh, and clear light can be divided into two categories. Uh, one which is merely referring to emptiness. Uh, and the second category, which is referring to an awareness that is comprehending emptiness. Uh, so clear light can be divided, like when we look at the actual word, it can be just referring to emptiness itself or referring to the awareness that is uh, apprehending emptiness. Um, so uh, what does this uh, mean when we speak of uh, emptiness and no self? Uh, um, we uh, incorrectly uh, grasp uh, at things as being truly established. Uh, and the only thing that can serve as an antidote or an opponent uh, to this misconception uh, is the mind that recognizes that things are not truly established. Uh, in the same way uh, that uh, the only thing that would serve as an opponent to the misconception uh, that believes a rope is a snake is the uh, correct 
uh, awareness or correct uh, um, uh, understanding uh, that uh, the rope is a rope and not a snake. Uh, so the only thing that serves as an opponent to uh, the incorrect belief is the correct belief. Uh, so. Uh, once one is able to get rid of uh, the grasping at phenomena as being truly established, uh, then it's, what comes out of that is also abandoned. So from the grasping at phenomena uh, as being truly established, we have the arisal of attachment, uh, hatred, uh, and delusion. Uh, and then uh, um, from that, then we have uh, um, the uh, cyclic existence. Um, uh, so, and we have the suffering of birth, aging, sickness, and death. Uh, so, uh, we can stop that process uh, by um, um, uh, developing the uh, understanding, the correct understanding that phenomena is not truly established. Uh, and by doing so, we then uh, get rid of everything else that is caused by that misunderstanding. Uh, so th really, the best remedy or antidote within these is uh, this interest in emptiness. So the wisdom realizing emptiness is uh, indispensable in all of the different traditions. Uh, so in the Hinayana tradition, uh, uh, the wisdom realizing emptiness is, is necessary. The Bodhisattva vehicle, the wisdom realizing emptiness is necessary. And the Tantric vehicle, the wisdom realizing emptiness is necessary. You don't find uh, any uh, um, uh, vehicle uh, that the wisdom realizing emptiness is in a, a core uh, um, instruction <laughs> so the third uh, category is dependence on recitation. Means to recite according to the rituals the special formula such as the hundred syllable mantra of Vajrasattva. Um, so uh, this uh, third section um, uh, is referring to uh, doing the complete practice that accompanies uh, the mantric recitation. So, uh, for instance, if you are doing uh, Buddha Shakyamuni's mantra, Te Ata Om Muni Muni Maha Muni Ye Soha, 
And, and while you're doing that, you're meditating on uh, Shakyamuni uh, and uh, um, whether in fr- uh, meditating in front and self in, in, uh, generation. Uh, and then also, while you're reciting the mantra, imagining the moon disk, uh, the um, mandala moon disk, uh, that then su- uh, uh, supports uh, this mantra garland <coughs> uh, um, that circumambulates this moon disk. Uh, 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 and the mantra garland is the mantra of the specific deity uh, that you're reciting the mantra of. Uh, so. If that accompanies the mantric recitation, uh, then it falls under this category of dependence on recitation. Um, so uh, this uh, would refer to any uh, among the four class, any of the mantras in any of the four classes of tantras. Uh, in uh, um, Amitabha uh, practice, you also have this uh, um, um, same visualization of the uh, moon disk and the mantra garland and so forth. Uh, so, Daijinkor, Daijinkor. Daijinkor. Debassy Debi Example ane Dona 
So now we have a quote from the Tantra requested by Sabahu. It says, The flames from fires that spread in spring forests are out of control, burning up all the thickets. Likewise, the winds of ethical discipline fan the fires of recitation. Uh, and the flames of great <coughs> perseverance uh, burn up sin. So this is the first example uh, that's given, uh, and it's comparing uh, um, uh, the. So here uh, it says the fires for spread in spring forests are out of control, burning up the thickets. So this is referring to a place that's very dry, uh, and where the uh, greenery almost becomes a white color. It's so dry, uh, and uh, is able to be burned up very easy. easy. Um, so it's saying uh, um, just like the fire can burn away the, the trees, likewise uh, when you have the wind of ethical discipline, this is referring to the three types of ethics, uh, so the winds of ethical discipline fan the fires of recitation uh, and the flames of great perseverance burn up sins or misdeeds. Uh, so here uh, there is a comparison being made to misdeeds and these thickets, these uh, pieces of wood uh, um, that are burned away by our perseverance, ethical discipline, uh, and recitation. Uh, so this is the first example that's given. Uh, the second is just as when the sun's rays destabilize snow, it melts in the unbearable brilliance, so too do the snows of sins disappear when destabilized by the sunbeams of recitation and ethical discipline. Uh, here is the second example uh, where uh, the, um, uh, mis the snows of misdeeds are able to be um, burnt away by the uh, sun rays of uh, uh, recitation and ethical discipline. Uh, so this is the second uh, example. And then the third example uh, is lighting a butter lamp in a dark gloom entirely clears away the darkness. Likewise, the darkness of sins accumulated for a thousand lifetimes is dispelled by the butter lamp of recitation. Uh, so here, uh, the third example is the uh, darkness of misdeeds. Uh, and it's uh, uh, stating that uh, by um, engaging in uh, recitation, one is able to uh, like a butter lamp can illuminate darkness, uh, um, illuminate the darkness of the mysteries. Uh, so three examples that are given here uh, to show the uh, greatness of the um, recitation. Dajit and 
So it's very important that we uh, really uh, um, take on and, and memorize is really memorize the uh, meaning of this and the words that are here. Uh, because then we can uh, begin to think uh, along these lines. We can think that by engaging in uh, the front and self-generation practices while doing mantric recitation, uh, I am able to uh, um, burn away the misdeeds uh, um, uh, of, of, yeah, I guess the thickets of my misdeeds, burn away the thickets of my misdeeds or the trees of my misdeeds by engaging in the front and self-generation practices uh, while doing mantric recitation. Uh, I am able to uh, um, melt the snows of my misdeeds, uh, the snow, and by engaging in the front and self-generation practices while doing mantric recitation, I'm able to uh, clear away uh, the darkness of my misdeeds, or illuminate the darkness of my misdeeds, and therefore clear them away. Uh, so we should also, though, think that uh, when we're engaging in the recitation of, or uh, receiving the words of, or memorizing uh, um, any among the sutras, such as the 100,000 verse Perfection of Wisdom Sutra, the uh, 20,000 verse, or the 8,000 verse, uh, or the Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge, uh, we are at that, by engaging in that, uh, we are burning away the uh, um, thickets of our misdeeds. We're, we're able to melt away the snow of our misdeeds. We're able to um, uh, illuminate uh, the darkness of our misdeeds. Uh, uh, and then also interest in emptiness would do these three things as well. So we can think about this in this way, and then we really have a very secure understanding of, uh, of it. Thanks, son. What what So then uh, here it says uh, um, uh, 
according to the rituals, the special formula, such as the hundred-syllable mantra of Vajrasattva. So if we're doing the recitation of Vajrasattva's mantra while doing the front and self-generation practices, uh, then uh, we are burning away uh, the uh, thickets of our the mist thickets of our misdeeds. We're melting the snows of our misdeeds. We're uh, uh, illuminating the darkness of our misdeeds. Uh, so this is what is uh, meant here. Uh, and the amount uh, of um, uh, um, purification or the level of purification depends upon the individual and engaging in it uh, and what their way of thinking is. So when a bodhisattva engages uh, in this, uh, then he or she is able to get rid of a very large amount of non-virtue. Uh, a prachika Buddha, uh, a medium amount, uh, and a hearer, a small amount. So the way of thinking uh, um, that is combined with these practices uh, make it uh, more or less potent. Yeah. What the Diva does, the Diva Kuru never ever go to your mother's Diva Dungeon, Nuba Nasulia, Nuba Juro, Nuba Chunjun to Javadala, Tabas Kogures. So when we say uh, this uh, purification of our misdeeds, uh, we're uh, saying lessening it little by little. We're, you know, lessening uh, the suffering uh, in the lower realms of cyclic existence little by little when we do this. It doesn't mean it just goes right away. Uh, it means that it's lessened. So this is how purification works. It's a gradual process. And gradual. ま、とはてしと、でじょしゃおす。でばたべたせんとまよばとでじょしゃおす。で、たせんまよばとでじょしゃおす。で、たせんまよばとでじょしゃおす。で、たせんまよばとでじょしゃおす。で、たせんまよ
accusé de son de son dos, son sort ça. Ouais ça. Mais j'ai vu Menapo, Tupa, Tupa de Sena. Menapo Tupa de Sena. Menapo de Sena. Qu'est-ce qu'on a Menapo Tupa là où marbe? So the next section shows what are the signs that there has been a purification. Uh, and we find those in our dreams. Further, repeat the recitations until you see signs that you have cleared away your sins. The formula of exhortation uh, states that the signs are dreaming the following. Vomiting bad food, consuming such foods as yogurt, uh, um, yogurt and milk. Uh, and Rinpoche said it also, orange juice or any kind of beverage, you, you could say as well. Uh, would fall into that, any nice beverage. Vomiting, seeing the sun and the moon moving through the air, blazing fires, subduing water buffalo, uh, and uh, uh, black persons. The dark clothing is not in the, the Tibetan. Uh, it, it says black, black persons. Uh, seeing the community of monks uh, or nuns, uh, fully ordained monks or nuns, uh, and yeah, fully ordained monks and nuns, uh, seeing a tree that gives out a milky substance, riding upon an elephant or a bull, climbing upon a lion throne, climbing up a mansion or a mountain, and listening to the teaching. All of these are said to be signs that a purification has taken place. <laughs> So it has been stated that there are no misdeeds uh, that cannot be purified. Every misdeed can be purified. And we find stories uh, such as the story of Angomala uh, and so forth uh, that was able to purify all of his misdeeds by way of the four opponent powers. Uh, so how do we know uh, that we have done, a, that uh, there has been a clearing away of our misdeeds or a purification of our misdeeds? Uh, when we look at our uh, sleep, uh, there are three periods. Uh, we don't look at the first period, the second period. Uh, we rely on the third period of our sleeping, the last stage of sleeping. Uh, and uh, if our body is well, if we are well, uh, then we can interpret uh, whether or not we have purified our misdeed. Uh, such as by see, uh, um, having the experience of drinking milk. Uh, so we rely upon the text uh, to find out what those signs are 
so that we know we've, uh, we're accurate uh, in our uh, belief that there's been a purification. Number four, so we've gone through the first dependence upon profound sutras, the second interest in emptiness, the third dependence upon recitation, uh, and now we've arrived at dependence upon images. Dependence upon images means to make images of the Buddha once you have acquired faith in him. Uh, so this is, uh, um, once you ha uh, have faith, through that faith you are uh, making these images. Uh, so if you have this faith in whatever uh, deity uh, you are constructing, uh, then uh, you uh, um, have this fourth category of dependence upon images. If you're constructing a Maitreya and you have this faith in Maitreya while you're constructing it, uh, then uh, you are engaging in dependence upon image, the uh, remedy which is called dependence upon images. Uh, so this is number four. Uh, it's four o'clock. Uh, we'll take a break. What <laughs> So, uh, number four, dependence upon images means to make images of the Buddha once you have acquired uh, faith in him. <clears throat> so, uh, this is referring to uh, um, uh, making uh, images of the Buddha while you are under the influence of faith. Uh, so uh, you um, uh, could be painting tankas uh, or making statues, and whether they're from gold, iron, copper, or silver, uh, if you have this faith uh, um, while you're simultaneously making it, uh, then you're uh, engaging in this uh, number four remedy. What does it pain 
Number five, uh, dependence on worship means to make a variety of offerings to an image of the Buddha uh, or uh, um, to a stupa, uh, maybe or his or her stupa. Um, so this is a variety of things. There's many different types of offerings you can make. Uh, offerings of lights, water bowls, flowers. Uh, you make an offering uh, every time you have food, whether it's your breakfast, uh, lunch, or dinner. Uh, you just have to say uh, Oma Hom three times. Uh, and then simply, I offer this to the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha, to the three jewels. Uh, so this is very easy. Uh, and when we're doing this, we're uh, engaging in the remedy, which is dependence upon worship. So this category of uh, dependence of, upon worship I think dependence upon offering, uh, if I'm also, we could really translate this as, um, and, and it, the, the most, uh, uh, because we have to eat and drink so often, uh, it's very powerful uh, when we make offerings every time that we um, eat or drink something. <laughs> And if we can offer our clothes, uh, offer our cars, offer our houses, uh, when make an offering of them, uh, then this is also very good and becomes a dependence upon worship. And just as a translator's note, not meaning give it away, just meaning making an offering in the same way you would offering your food and drink. Um, so I just want to make sure that's clear that I'm translating it with clarity. Uh, so that's uh, um, anytime you're doing these things, uh, you're engaging in the remedy, which is dependence on worship. Lumenshadiwa, Dajid 
So number six, dependence on names, means to hear the recitation of and retain the names of Buddhas and the great conquerors' children. Uh, so uh, this is the category we have to differentiate from number three. Uh, if you are reciting the names of Buddhas uh, and Bodhisattvas, uh, their mantras, um, name mantras, uh, and you are not doing the front and self-generation practices, and you're not uh, imagining uh, this mantra garland and the uh, support that uh, is supported by a, a um, uh, moon mandala, uh, um, if you are not engaging in these visualizations while doing the, the recitation of the name mantras, then you're doing the practice of dependence on names. If there are, if you do include the front and self-generation practices and so forth, then it becomes dependence on recitation. Uh, so uh, mantras such as Shakyamuni's mantra, Teata Om Muni Muni Maha Muni Ye Soha, uh, and others as well. Uh, and then it says there, these six types of remedies are only those that occur uh, in Shanti Deva's uh, compendium of trainings. There are many others. Uh, so uh, um, this is uh, these six were presented by Shanti Deva, uh, but there are many uh, other um, remedies that you can apply. <laughs> So many uh, Tibetans, as a tradition, recite the mantra, Omane Peme Hom. The grandmothers, the children, uh, the siblings, uh, everyone uh, re recites this. The, uh, the parents, the siblings, of, and so forth. Uh, recite these uh, mantras, but they are not doing the front and self-generation practices. Uh, therefore, they are engaging in the practice of dependence on names. Mm. And also, in the Chinese tradition, we find the recitation of the Amitabha uh, mantra um, with the accompanying of a, a bell or a um, I'm sorry, I don't know the name of it, but it's, Rinpoche uh, um, uh, didn't even, he just said dung, uh, so accompanying with a bell. Um, but the, under, the uh, so this is probably dependence uh, on names uh, because it'd be difficult uh, for uh, that accompanying um, front and self-generation practice to be presented in that tradition. But if you are doing the Amitabha um, recitation while engaging in the front and self-generation practices, uh, then you are engaging in dependence upon recitation. So this is dependence upon uh, So the six remedies uh, uh, that are found under the category of the power of applying remedies have now been completed uh, and this is a very important section mm -hmm. 
The third power uh, is the power of turning away from faults. Uh, the third power is actually restraining yourself from the ten non-virtuous actions. In the Sun Essence Sutra, the Buddha said that this, that restraint destroys all karma, afflictions, and obscurations of the teaching uh, created physically, verbally, or mentally by way of killing and the like. The third power eliminates bad actions that you have previously created yourself, caused others to create, or have rejoiced in others creating. Confession that lacks an attitude of wholehearted restraint becomes merely words. Uh, Dharma Mitra's uh, commentary on the Sutra, on the Discipline, explains that the Buddha was thinking of this fact when he said in Scripture, is there a subsequent restraint? Therefore, it is important to have an attitude of restraint within which you have conviction not to commit that action again. Moreover, the development of this attitude depends on the first power. Uh, so, uh, here, this is, um, uh, in the future, uh, committing to restraining uh, uh, yourself uh, and not engaging in this activity that you just engaged in uh, and had to acknowledge and, uh, and regret. Um, so uh, this is the essence of what number three means, uh, um, uh, um, stopping this action in the future, whatever that negative action was. ตาดีบาลชาติจึงได้ดีบาลจึงเมียนจะไปเซ็งเซ็งกินเนี่ยอ่ะบ่แม่นะอันนั้นว่าตาดีบาลอ่ะบ่ตาทุกข์สมดั
So the third power is restraining yourself from the non-virtuous deed uh, that you committed in the future. Uh, and it says here uh, that restraint destroys all karma, afflictions, and obscurations of teaching created physically, verbally, or mentally by way of killing and the like. The third power eliminates bad actions that you have previously created yourself, caused others to create, or have rejoiced in the creating. Confession that lacks an attitude of wholehearted restraint becomes merely words. Uh, so if you have acknowledged your downfalls, but you don't have this idea that you should not commit this in the future again, uh, then it really doesn't have any power to it. It really is just, uh, as it says here, merely words. Um, so there really needs to be uh, this idea of restraint that is um, coupled with uh, the other parts of the, the powers in order for it to really be meaningful. And then it says uh, Dharma Mitra's uh, commentary on uh, Sutra on the Discipline. Uh, so this is uh, uh, um, an explanation of the uh, Vinaya uh, Sutra. Uh, and uh, Rinpoche said that there were uh, various uh, categories of the Vinaya, uh, and this uh, it, it, it falls. Um, the Okay, so on the Vinaya, in the Vinaya tradition, there are many uh, different uh, cat, uh, categories. The Vinaya, the, in the Vinaya tradition, uh, there are many uh, explanations and texts that give uh, um, commentary on the Vinaya, uh, such as the Vinaya Sutra uh, and this text here, which is uh, Dharma Mitra's uh, commentary on the Sutra on the Discipline. Um, mm -hmm. So we have many uh, different commentaries on the Dulwa, on the Vinaya. <laughs> เป็นจุดนี้ตรงเลยตรงที่ดีเจวัตถุสุนีย์เออซูเซดดิเอ่อกุณาพราบะแอนด์ชาคยาพราบะแอนด์ซุมบะวัตถุสุกินเดบะม
शेषे दो माँ शे लोले सोमबा दो आजाच दे ले शे दो आसा तंग सुनूं सुधी ले तने न्यावल न्यावल थोंगा ठीक रहता न्यावल न्यावल ये बतों सुने सी शेषे दो माँ से लेस दोंगे ही लगो रहता दो तात मने दो थोंगे ना मैंने कहते कहाँ की लेस लगो रहता शेषे दो माँ शे ताने ये बात शेषे जगह में जहाँ दोसे जेब ये ना दीबा ये बतान हुए जरूर होता दोसे ने मैंने ताक मारे सो शाबाद चीज़ आने दूर है जा दोसे शाबाद चीज़ आने दूर वाला गुने शेषे दो माँ शे लोंले सोमबा दो आजाचन डे लोंले सोमबा दुयुं दुयुं दो ले जरूर आजाचन डे का सोंदोसर था Then they did chewa, the sojung nangla, remache, sojung garina. So sojung 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 so then uh, it says the commentary on the Sutra on Discipline explains that the Buddha was thinking of this fact when he said in scripture is there subsequent restraint therefore it is very important to have an attitude of restraint within which you have conviction not to commit that action again moreover the development of this attitude depends on the first power uh, so in the Sojung, uh, uh, the monks and nuns' acknowledgement of downfalls, they have uh, a section where there are questions. Have you engaged in this downfall? Have you committed this downfall? Yes. Uh, are you, is there subsequent restraint? Uh, so, uh, um, so do you uh, um, wish to refrain from this in the future? Um, so this is part of uh, the ceremony itself. Uh, in the Sojong tradition. So if there isn't this uh, um, restraint present, uh, then the uh, opponent, other opponents won't work, very, won't work very well. So there really has to be this a wholehearted resolve uh, um, of restraint uh, in order for it to truly, um, uh, yeah, to, to truly work or to, yeah, to truly function. That's the <coughs> ना बच्चों बोलूं जो बिता नहीं बोलूं तो जो बिता तो ने लातू बिता सोचे ताज़े बात तेज दो तुम्हारे पे जब तेज दो चंद्र तो हाँ सेंचे घुमा हुआ सुन्दर ने जेब सोमा तामल तामल रुसा दूँ चंद्र तामल चीन साबरे सेंचे शुगर उंगरे चंद्र तो सेंचे घुमा तेज दो रे सो वी गोन थ्रू देन uh, uh, the first three, the power of eradication, uh, the power of applying remedies, uh, the power of turning away from faults, and now we're at the power of the foundation or the power of the basis. And this is referring to uh, going for refuge in the three jewels uh, and then d developing the uh, mind that aspires to enlightenment or bodhicitta. Uh, so within the um, great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment, we've already gone over uh, going for refuge, uh, and later in the text, uh, the mind that aspires to enlightenment uh, is explained, the cultivation of the mind that aspires to enlightenment. Uh, so this is what uh, the power of the foundation is referring to. What? 
Damat is what in Rota Rota, John Otijan, Sanji Shuangrota, Sanji. So we've gone over uh, refuge quite a bit already. Um, and in the future, uh, 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 we'll go over the mind that aspires to enlightenment. John Dutton Sanji Gumbasa. Tell a jitter Jayu Ledon. Nobody the power of the foundation. The fourth power is going for refuge to the three jewels and cultivating the spirit of enlightenment. So this is a very abbreviated uh, um, point that Jay Rinpoche is making here. He's just stating the, the words uh, um, in, 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 in this part of the text. Uh, with regard to this, the conqueror spoke in general about a variety of means through which beginners could remove their sins. However, a complete remedy requires all four powers to be present. So uh, Lord Buddha, Buddha Shakyamuni, uh, presented many methods uh, for beginners to uh, remove uh, sins, uh, um, or to purify sins. Uh, but in order for there to be a complete remedy, uh, there have to be all four opponent powers present. Um, ジャージ、サジゴディ。ゴ。タツチョボンドジェバテナ。ネディバタロソテナマ。ネディバタツチョボンドジェバソテナオレ。ジャージ、サジゴディ。ゴディ。アレサジ。サジジグナネジェバテ
the first categories of uh, Jayan Sheba's outline. Um, we've gone through first uh, the category that uh, um, deals with uh, um, uh, remedy itself and the need, e even though we don't want to engage in non-virtue, we do so uh, um, uh, because of being under the influence of uh, afflictions uh, and uh, unknowing carelessness, uh, etc. Um, uh, so this is the uh, first category, the need for remedy when we engage in non-virtue. Uh, the second category... Um, uh, <laughs> Junjuas, <laughs> Chuma Sumba Tamarda Sumba. Tambo Tamba Timba Tambo Tene Kasa Diba Chimanabajan Digmaris. And what they tune in the Chitan Hansu was Sumba and Bill Tambo J. Never Tonga Shetu with Suja, Sumba Diba Shetu with Suda Marbasa. Ziba Ziba did. So when we look at uh, the Jayan Sheba's outline of this section, uh, there are a total of eight categories. The first category being, uh, even though we don't want to engage in non-virtue, being under the influence of our afflictions, carelessness, and unknowing, uh, we do so. Uh, so we must apply a remedy. So this is the first category. Uh, the second category deals with remedying downfalls or uh, infractions. Uh, the third category deals with the remedy for misdeeds or non-virtue by the application of the four opponent powers. And now we're at the uh, fourth um, category. And this fourth category, Jayan Sheba says, has nine uh, categories uh, within it. Uh, so the, this category is uh, sins are removed in, in several ways, uh, and then we we get into the various uh, ways, and there's a lot of um, debate that would be would would people would engage in uh, related to this particular section. Uh, okay, and then I just have to find where. <laughs> Deva Talo ne Nandu Dunga Chambuchi Juna Dunga Chumachi Junjuas Nandu Dunga Chambuchi Dunga Chambuchi and the Deva Tosuk Nalo 
Okay, so the uh, um, first category among the nine is uh, one way is when small sufferings occur instead of great sufferings of rebirth in the miserable realms. Uh, so this type of purification is a purification that, for instance, if a particular uh, misdeed that you engaged in would give rise to the suffering of the hot hell realm, uh, then you wouldn't experience uh, something much less than that uh, instead of having to endure uh, the suffering of a hot hell. Uh, so this is uh, the first category of uh, um, how a, 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 a misdeed that would normally create a large amount of suffering uh, is, uh, um, does not uh, create, um, would normally create a large amount of suffering, uh, uh, creates a smaller experience of suffering. Alright, <laughs> So that is the first, um, experiencing a lesser suffering. Uh, uh, the second is, another is that even if you are born in a miserable realm, uh, you do not experience its suffering. So even if you are born in the lower realms of cyclic existence, the sufferings that normally occur there uh, won't be occurring for you. Uh, and there's also many stories that present this uh, and uh, also where uh, uh, there is a story of a, a, a um, small child who was in the lower realms of cyclic existence and was able to jump out um, uh, at times um, because there wasn't this uh, binding uh, of the suffering that the others had to experience. So these are all uh, <coughs> if there is an application of the four opponent powers. So uh, if there is an application of the four opponent powers, uh, then these uh, um, are the several ways in which the, the sins are removed or the misdeeds are removed. Uh, so the, the next is, um, uh, still another is that a mere headache in the present life serves to remove the sins. So the, uh, if one applies the four opponent powers, 
than a, a misdeed that would normally give rise to a great amount of suffering uh, is experienced as a headache in this lifetime. And then also in this life you see uh, we have many diseases such as cancer and tuberculosis uh, and when these uh, um, um, diseases arise, there has been some uh, purification that's taken place. Pure, yeah, purification of, mis- of misdeed. <laughs> Likewise, the sins whose effects you must experience for a long uh, time may become ones whose effects you experience for only a short time or that you uh, need not experience at all. Uh, So this particular purification, uh, uh, by way of four opponent powers, uh, removes the length of time of the suffering. Uh, so, for instance, someone might have to suffer for months or years or hundreds of years or 200, 200 years or 200 years or kalpas, eons, uh, and it might be reduced to a minute uh, or a second of suffering. Um, so, uh, this is what it, uh, this, uh, um, uh, this one means. <laughs> ने there is uh, no certainty uh, about uh, how uh, the sins are removed because it depends on whether the purifier is of great or little strength, whether the remedy is one in which the four powers are complete or incomplete intense or not intense, of long or short duration, and so forth. Uh, So it really, uh, um, the four opponent powers uh, um, can be applied uh, um, 
by anyone who engages in misdeeds. Um, but the power of the uh, purification really depends upon the person who is engaging in those four opponent powers and what their way of thinking is. Uh, there are those who are, uh, would have a great level of power. Uh, there were those who have a <coughs> medium level of power. There would be those who have a very small uh, level of power. Um, so uh, the strength really depends upon the person who's participating in the purification uh, and what their way of thinking is. And, and these all uh, are um, it, within the, still the first category of the nine. So each of these that we've gone through aren't uh, it's the first of the nine, second of the nine, third of the nine. All the ones that we've gone over so far fall into the first category of the nine. Okay. 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 ドドドドアコスネレキャバジャネチュサバリドゲニュゴジケソンソンアジュロアツョモデタチョバジレモレうんドドドドアネレナキャバジャネチュムサワシソンバネサレトササドゥキャバジャネネチェンタチェンド
Thus, with powerful remedies, you can completely eliminate the unfavorable factors which diminish when you possess the group of remedies. This, for example, is like the tarnish on gold, because all such things as... <coughs> I'm sorry, because all such things as obstructions to the sublime teaching will necessarily diminish as just explained. You will completely eliminate infractions which originate from arrogance. Um, so, uh, in the sutras uh, and in the, the text, uh, the Vinaya texts, the text on discipline, there are statements that state, karma does not perish even in 100 eons. So here this is a section that would be a debate. Um, so, uh, is there a problem with that statement that's been made? Uh, and the answer is no, there is no problem um, because this is uh, what's being referred to here uh, is karma that has not been purified by way of the four opponent powers. Um, so karma that has not been, uh, um, uh, has not had the four opponent powers applied to is karma that does not perish even in 100 eons. Um, so when we use the remedy of the four opponent powers, uh, we can remove, as it stated previously, uh, um, karma that is certain uh, to experience. And then it's no need to say that uh, if that can be purified, then karma that is uncertain to experience uh, can also be purified. Um, so we've seen that uh, um, that the definite karma uh, can be purified. Uh, and this, the quotes, the quote, karma does not perish even in 100 eons, refers to karma that has not had the application of these four uh, opponent powers. Um, so, uh, and then in Hari Bhadra's long explanation of the perfection of uh, Wisdom Sutra in 8,000 lines, uh, it, it compares. Uh, these um, uh, um, uh, powerful uh, remedies um, to uh, the cl cleaning of gold. Um, so gold can become very tarnished and uh, it no longer has its kind of brilliant color, but it can be cleaned and uh, <coughs> can be uh, polished. Uh, and, and likewise, uh, these uh, negativities are, uh, that we have um, are keeping us uh, um, from the sublime teaching, uh, but they, that obstruction can be p cleansed, can be purified by way of remedy, uh, <coughs> and then uh, we will be uh, completely eliminate all of that negativity. Uh, so there's an example here that's uh, comparing uh, remedies uh, um, to uh, um, the cl cleaning, the cleaner of uh, gold. Um, uh, so I think let me just make sure. So. Tadnidiva,tadnyabutojusamujadajidivatakrusomo,divatavatasundyorova. Uh, so, uh, it becomes difficult when you state that uh, can, uh, in debate uh, terms, uh, um, the subject uh, karma that is certain uh, to experience, uh, can it be purified? Uh, it can be purified by way of the four opponent powers. 
But what about the statement that says in the sutra uh, and text on discipline that karma does not even perish in 100 eons? And then you would say, this is not necessarily so. Uh, why is it not necessarily so? Because the four opponent powers can be applied. Um, so this is how you would look at it in those terms. You would be using uh, um, the subject, which is uh, the uh, removal of um, certain karma uh, and uh, um, uh, the statement in the Vinaya and Sutra texts that seems to contradict one another uh, but doesn't when looked at in that way. What the Luma is a Dibakarisabi in the Nabutosu song of Shadans in a Dibata to Re, Sege, Sele Yanabunam Kazayuna, Trinatan of Nos, Sege Yalas was in Nos. Just like any of uh, um, gold can be cleansed completely of all of its tarnish, uh, all of the misdeeds that we've created through our body, speech, and mind can be purified as well. Completely purified as well. Tambi so, uh, this, for example, is like the tarnish on gold because all such things as obstructions to the sublime teaching will necessarily diminish as just explained. You will completely eliminate infractions which uh, originate from arrogance. You should understand that the statement, any karma at uh, all, even for a hundred eons, is qualified. Uh, so we're starting to get into the next sections, and we're not going to be able to get in, go over that, so we're going to end the, the teaching here, uh, um, right here. Uh, time's finished. Yeah. Uh, we'll go through this slowly. There is no rush. Yeah. And concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have corrupted for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Dozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well. With whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. Oh, Tenzin Jatso, still samsara zen.
Pray for the long life of the precious Kenser Wandok, holder of spiritual and realizational doctrines, and spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts with exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Tuji Rimachi, Gutsi Shabi Denonam, Tsulam